Patrick Everson out in the desert, our Vegas insider. He joins us on the GetMyPhoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to the best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Patrick Everson, Vegas insider, senior reporter over there. Pat, how are you doing tonight? I'm good. Thank you to the two of you, Tristan and Ryan, for having me on. I appreciate it. Uh, Pat, I actually want to start with the totals. Overs go 5-1, and one, uh, wild card weekend. So... Obviously, that has to be a pretty good result for the public, right? And the book probably takes oh, a beating a little bit with the totals with that many overs hit. So coming into this week, you know, how do you think we – what kind of adjustment do you think we see with the totals? Because there's some high ones, man, that Jacksonville game. I mean, there's a total right now in the 50s at 53. Do you think we get a run of unders? Or do you think the book's going to need a run of unders? Do you think it's going to be another weekend of overs? How do you think the totals play out this week? And what's the book need here? Well, there's certainly been some adjustments early on. There was one odds maker I spoke with on on Sunday night as some of the numbers were coming out on basically every game that wasn't set yet, which was only, you know, whoever was going to face the 49ers last night. And the some of the adjustments have been kind of maybe what you expect, and some of them have been a little bit opposite. But that Jaguars number is up quite a bit uh, already. The Jaguars Chiefs number is up quite a bit already. And that was a that was a 51 and a half opener. And now we're looking, I think, at like 53 and a half. I'm not 53s and 53 and yeah. a half. Um, so that one's certainly been interesting. Uh, you know, can the Jaguars keep doing this and, 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 and uh, you know, over what they've done over the last several weeks, not keep doing what they did last weekend? I don't think we're ever going to see anything like that again. Um, not for, not for a while, but can they, can they score their share of points and against the Chiefs defense? Yeah. Possibly so, and the Chiefs are also terrible against the spread, and I know that doesn't relate to the total, but the Chiefs are awful against the number um, and have been all season. So that one's interesting, but what I thought was a little more fascinating, and again, this was you know out of the gate talking with an odds maker Sunday night about this Giants-Eagles game, um, was uh, maybe it wasn't Giants-Eagles. One of, these, one of these numbers went up and then came screaming back, and I'm trying to recall which I thought it was the Giants-Eagles. Maybe it was the Bengals-Bills. It must have been the Bengals-Bills game. So Bengals-Bills, yeah, opened 49-and-a-half, and they got some sharp money right out of the gate on Sunday night and went to 50-and-a-half, but now it's, it's, it's peeled back, notably, to 48, so down two-and-a-half points from a tie point already, and we're really early in the week. So it's, I'm not sure exactly what to say on these, Ryan, because yeah. it, it does, you've got all these overs that came in, and you know betters are going to remember what they saw last, and the public likes to bet overs. But the reactions have been kind of interesting. A little bit of, uh, you know, some have gone up, some have gone down, some haven't really moved that much at all. Um, you know, the Cowboys-Niners one certainly has me interested because I think both teams can score, <laughs> um, unlike what we saw last night. Um, you know, so maybe that's one that I think the over is definitely going to get some attention. And uh, I'm sure the oddsmakers are going to be really keen to it based on what happened over the first weekend of the playoffs. Pat, how does the way that the Dallas Cowboys beat up on the Buccaneers – and it was obviously a lot worse than it looks like in the final score. Affect mm-hmm. the way that this line has been made against the Niners as three-and-a-half-point dogs going into Levi's. Right. Well, it's interesting because uh, there were some books that got out ahead of this a little bit last night before the game ended when it was clear that, you know, fairly clear that the Cowboys were not going to be caught in that game. There were, I know there were some four and a halfs and, you know, out of the gate, there was a four and a half was out there. You could have gotten four and a half at the Cowboys, but 
then as we got closer to the end of the game and more books started posting, these numbers were all like three, three, three and a half, and four was like the high end all of a sudden. So uh, there, there was certainly some respect from the odds makers given to the Cowboys, and maybe some of the early betters helped help, help uh, factor in with, with some of that respect as well. But I would think, Trista, that they feel pretty good if, 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 if people are taking the Cowboys three and a half, Look, do they, would they rather just have a three and not have to give the hook? Probably. But, um, but if they're taking the Cowboys three and a half, with the way the Niners have played for the last two months plus, 10-0 and 0, or 11-0 straight up, 9-2 and 2 against the spread, you know the public's going to come back on them. And that's what one odds maker told me last night as that game ended. Um, he said it was one-way traffic on the Niners right out of the gate. They opened three and a half. And, again, there were some places that were like four and a half or four. And he said it was one-way traffic on the Niners right out of the gate last night as they got a number up on the board, but not enough to move them off the number, and they're still on that number. But he added, I think we'll end up needing the Cowboys once you factor in parlays, and yeah, I assume he means also money line parlays as well, um, because the Niners have been a, an ATM for betters for two-plus months. So I think, it's, uh, I, I think they're kind of fine with that at this point. You're listening to BetMGM Tonight. We're talking right now with Patrick Everson, our Vegas Insider, senior reporter there. Pat, uh, where do you think this number closes? Because we opened up Giants 7.5-point dogs in Philadelphia taking on the Eagles. Then we went to 7. Now we're back at 7.5. Does this go to 8? Does it stay at 7.5? Or maybe do we get back down to 7, 6.5? Because I like Philly at 6.5 or 7, but not at 7.5. Exactly, and it's interesting, Ryan, because I've had a couple of people you know, chime in, a couple of sharp guys that, that I've listened to a little bit, and um, and just some smarter betters, maybe not, you know, maybe not absolute sharps, but smart guys, yeah. smart people. And they all seem to think that that seven and a half was a, was a really good number for the Giants. Like I can't, like they're literally like, I can't stop thinking about this giant seven and a half. Like I kind of want to take it. Yeah. So um, it, that may just be the sweet spot. This just may be a seven, seven and a half game all week and it'll toggle back and forth as it has so far. Um it's it, it's interesting because, you know, the Giants got a good win on the road in the playoffs, so they've got that under their belt. But people had been bagging, as we talked about last week, people have been bagging on the, on the Vikings all season long with that, with that negative point differential and somehow getting to 13 wins despite that. Um, it, you know, the Philly is certainly the more public team, no question, especially after the, what they did the first, you know, 10, 11, 12 weeks of the year. But – you know the the Giants have seen Philly. This will be the third time they've seen they've seen Philly, and it's it's just a really interesting game. I kind of I'm with you. I'm not going to lay seven and a half. I'm just not. I I don't know if I don't know if I would lay Philly even at six and a half or seven, but I'm definitely not going to lay seven and a half with division rivals in the playoffs. The Giants get a third shot. Um, I just I, I don't like it. If you're saying hey, I have to play it, and it's seven and a half, then I'm taking the Giants. Patrick, I saw as soon as uh, the line went up, Kansas City was a nine and a half, even in some mm-hmm. spots. I think ten and a half point. Fa- I mean, ten point favorite. Excuse me, not ten and a right. half. Mm-hmm. Jesus, and it went mm-hmm. all the way down to eight, eight and a half now. And what right. what could that? What does that tell us in terms of how much money is now on Jacksonville and how that really plays into the fact that they had that amazing comeback and sort of the swag of Trevor Lawrence and sort of that angle. Right. Well, I think it was out of the gate because because the number came down pretty quickly yep. on on Sunday evening. Like you said, there was there was nine and a half, and, and you said you saw some tens. It came down pretty quickly because it got to eight and a half in fairly short order once all business was settled on Sunday night, and we knew who was going where. 
Um, look, I think Jacksonville is kind of a sexy play, and it's a lot of points. Um, I'm looking with one odds maker right now, though, and it's not overwhelming action on the Chiefs, uh, 58% of bets, 65% of money, um, because it is kind of a big number. And it's not – I don't think it's underwhelming action on the Jags at 42% of bets and 35% of money. Uh, I, I want to take a look, though, since we are on BetMGM tonight, at what their numbers look like. And they're a little bit closer. You've got, uh, you know, 55-45 split on tickets at BetMGM, a 63%, 37% split on money, and the 63% obviously is in favor of the Chiefs. But that's not overwhelming on the Chiefs. You know, that's not what you'd expect out of the number one seed with Patrick Mahomes and so on. Now, maybe it gets that way over the course of the week, but I think there are some people who kind of think that the, that the Jags are worth it at that price, at 9.5 or 8.5. Uh, Pat, I actually just got a text and a uh, direct message. A little fan mail for you. Do you think there's any chance that Cincinnati gets to 6? I don't think so, but uh, do you think that there is a chance that Burrow and the Bengals get to 6? I, I agree with you. I don't think it gets to 6. I don't think... Look, I don't think Buffalo looked particular. I mean, they got out to that great start, but then they had to scratch and claw the whole rest of that game uh, once they gave it back. And granted, it was turnovers, but look, they got out to a 17 nothing lead, and then they never, once they gave it up, they never reasserted themselves. Miami was in that game the whole rest of the way. So I can't see six. If you're waiting, five might be the best you do. I, just keeping in mind, it's kind of a dead number, and Buffalo has been a really public team all season long. Yeah. But the Bengals have made themselves a public team because they've won and covered at a huge rate for almost all season. And, and Knock out those first two games. And, and that's what I wanted to ask you really quickly. I'm looking at the Super Bowl odds right now. Chiefs plus 290 at BetMGM, Bills plus 325. You bring up the fact the Bills are a public team. You know, I know that they were the favorite to win the Super Bowl, but is that a pretty big liability for the books, the Bills, to win the Super Bowl? I think depending on the book it is, it's been, you know, if it's not a liability, it's still not one of their better outcomes. Yeah. Because there's just so much tickets and money out there. Even though the number was at a low price, there's so much tickets and money that maybe it's not a loser, but it's not a good winner. Um, the Bills aren't a good outcome. There's another odds maker that told me last week that the Niners have really become a bad outcome. Because remember, after the, with the quarterback issues and a lot of back and forth early in the season, you could have gotten the Niners at 20, 22, 25 to 1. Um, so that's a problem as well. For some reason, the Chiefs aren't as much of a problem there. It's more Bills, Niners, I think in that market, but uh, they wouldn't mind seeing the Bengals keep rolling here because the Bengals never really you know, got that the kind of respect you'd think an AFC defending champion would get all season long. Pat, what's the biggest liability for exact outcome to reach the Super Bowl? Do you know? I don't know, but if I had to guess, I would say it's probably, uh, you know, like when you're picking that exact, these two teams, the right. NFC champ and the yeah. AFC champ, I would guess it's either a 40 – at this point, it's a 49ers-Bills or a 49ers-Chiefs. Um, I mean, maybe it's the Eagles in there, but, uh, you know, to get those two teams there. But I'm just kind of going a little bit of off, off – off. I haven't had an odds maker tell me this, Trista, but just some of the other things that they've said about what kind of teams are getting respect and the 49ers are getting respect to the point where one odds maker told me last week – that he would not be surprised if the Niners were favored in Philly against the Eagles if it comes down to it. Wow. Um, and then the Chiefs-Bills, I mean, look, if the Chiefs play the Bills, that's going to be a neutral side game, right? And the same odds maker uh, intimated that, the, that although the Chiefs are favored for the Super Bowl right now because they're the number one seed and they got one less game, that if it's Chiefs-Bills in the AFC Championship game, 
the a neutral site, Bills will be favored there, and Bills will be favored in the Super Bowl odds. You know, when you look at right now, you're looking at prices for Super Bowl winner. I know a really popular market, and we hear people on this network talking about it right now, is the Super Bowl MVP. Any liability or mm-hmm. anything coming in there? Mahomes, plus 325. Josh Allen, plus 400. You look at the two favorites to win the game, obviously. But anything that you've seen come in on Super Bowl MVP? Right. Well, there's there was some fresh content this morning that, uh, that Drew Odell sent out at BetMGM. And this probably won't shock you at all that, you know, Burrow Mahomes yeah. are one and two in tickets. Uh, and then they're in the reverse order, one and two in money at BetMGM. But here's where it gets interesting. Ticket count, third highest tickets is McCaffrey. Third highest money, Josh Allen, no surprise there. But third highest tickets, McCaffrey. And the liabilities, Mahomes is number one in liability, but then it's George Kittle and Christian McCaffrey, two wow. 49ers. Uh, and that's at BetMGM. So I think that's pretty, that, that's pretty interesting that – the, the Kittle is not among the top three in tickets or money. I'm not sure exactly where he rates. Um, well, I can tell you. Let me see if this chart will come up for me. Um, and it won't. But he's not, he's not top three tickets or money, but he is number two in liability. And then McCaffrey right behind him. So it's not Mahomes. It's not uh, – well, it is Mahomes in liability. But no, no, uh, no Burrow, no Allen, uh, no Jalen Hurts. Etc. Kittle and McCaffrey, second and third in liability at BetMGM, and I think that's that 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 says a lot for those two. Wow, Pat, I think I'm coming up for at least a weekend to play some bets, so I'll be in touch with you. Thanks so much, man. We always appreciate it, and uh, keep up the good work. I'll be uh, stalking your Twitter all weekend long. I, I appreciate it. Thank you too for having me on. Have a great week, and uh, whenever that time is that you're out here, please definitely uh, let me know. We'll connect.